Hello and welcome to WeChats. This is our second Halloween-themed episode. Today we will be sharing some ghost stories both from Scotland and Mexico. I am delighted to present today's guests, since they are two of my favorite Scots in the world. Please welcome my dear friends Gail McCall and Lindsay Tomlinson. Hi! Hi. Well, hello girls! Thank you so much for coming to the show. It's always a delight talking to you. So, how are you? So, I brought you here today to talk about something I know you both love and enjoy. Creepy Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) You're really good at this, Tanya. Oh, really? (laughs) You can edit there. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I brought you here because I I, I don't know. I always think of... uh, of you when it comes to Halloween. I don't know, I guess it just triggers some memories. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I always uh, remember about, you know, those times when we would watch scary films at your flat, Lindsay, with, you know, a bottle of wine, the howling wind outside. You know, all- I think as well, when you were over at university, we went to a lot of fancy dress parties. So I think it constantly seemed like Halloween. Yeah, there was a lot of fancy dress involved in our lives. (laughs) Yeah, and scary movies. So it's kind of always Halloween when you were here, because we love it as well. I know, I I hadn't really thought of that, but yeah, we dressed a lot. (laughs) We dressed up a lot. But it was so much fun. It was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but um, I was telling Gail before you got online how I remember that time when you forced me to watch Annabelle at the cinema. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, I think I was more scared than you, actually. It was such a dumb movie, but at the same time, there's one bit that I still think about where there's like, I think it's towards the end, spoiler alert, but uh, she turned around and there's like, a devil or a demon on her ceiling or something like that and I was just yeah that still kind of gives me nightmares yeah it's not that the, the, the argument of the movie is super scary it's just that it's a jumpy scare you know like it's like, yeah. it's like visually very <laughs> intense <laughs> and I usually tend to avoid movies like that because then I can't sleep I, I, I let you convince me to do it so yeah but so, Lindsay, do you remember uh, when we were back at your place? I'm actually not sure if it was Halloween or if it, or if it was Christmas, but I remember that we were one night at your mom's place in, in Mabel, and we were, I don't know, talking about what, but the wind was like, you know, howling, and I was like, oh, that's scary. And then you mentioned something about a story that happened at the castle but I don't remember if it was around Christmas time or Halloween but I remember there was a spooky story there do you remember you know it may have been we had a film project to do and again I don't think it was Halloween but we found another excuse to get dressed up and act like it was Halloween and there's always an excuse (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it potentially was I'm not 100% but it was potentially when we went to Colleen Castle to film a scene and we dressed up like dancing witches. <laughs> and in the nighttime, we didn't really have torches either. So it was super pitch black and it was stormy. I remember it was raining and stuff and it was pretty creepy. And um, we were there to film our own little scary movie. 
And it might have been when we were back at my house then that I told you guys like the ghost stories about Colleen Castle and on the grounds there, the ghost stories that I used to hear about when I was younger. Is that the ones you're talking about? The stories at Colleen? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's the one. That's exactly the one I'm thinking. Yeah, it was super scary. You know, yeah, you're right about like the weather and everything just made it better. Yeah, so do you remember the story? Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of them around there. For starters, like Colleen's like your perfect setup for like a spooky story, like what you'd imagine a Scottish haunted castle would look like. It's on a cliff, like on the edge of a cliff, this old castle with the like, whenever it's stormy, there's the waves crashing off there and stuff. Um, but the main story that I used to be terrified of as a kid was there's a road in Colleen called Piper's Bray. And the old legend I used to hear when I was younger was that there was a ghost of a headless piper that would go up and down the bray and you'd either hear his bagpipes and not be able to see him or you'd see him headless walking up and down which as like a five-year-old that's the most terrifying thing you could imagine um and i've since looked it up and i've basically i i don't know if the story that i heard was the official one because there is a story about a headless piper or no about a piper ghost but when i was a little kid i used to go to a club at colleen every saturday morning and i think we might have got told the stories then and basically i think the legend comes from there was a piper that fell in love with one of the daughters of the kennedy clan who had the castle and he wanted to marry her or something like that and basically they killed him because she was to marry someone else and he was just mm -hmm. the piper so the ghost walks up and down because his like heart was broken um but i think i originally heard the story from my childminder when i was younger and because she had a door stopper that was a piper and it didn't have a head on it and she told me it was that was the piper and colleen and I'm starting to think now that maybe her doorstop was just broken and the head had fallen off and she decided to pretend like that was, she added that part <laughs> into the story. But I'm good for her though, because it's way creepier, her version. Maybe her version is the true version though. She was born and raised around there. So maybe, maybe the true story is that there's a headless piper that goes up and down the bray um, and he'll never, I think the, heart, the broken heart was still part of that story that the family chopped his head off. Janice used to tell me that the the head of the Kennedy family cut his head off because he never stopped playing the bagpipes and they couldn't stand the sound. <laughs> so he chopped his head off. Well, I hate to say that's relatable, but that's relatable not that <laughs> no, yeah. I've ever seen that story. <laughs> but with, with both stories, I think they say that... Um, whenever a Kennedy, a member of the Kennedy family is married, that's when you'll see him walking up and down the Bray. Uh, I don't know if it means when a Kennedy clan member gets married at Colleen, but on that, that night, he would be seen walking up and down the Bray with his pipes. So yeah. But also, um, as you know, I'm getting married next year and I considered doing it at Colleen at one point, but my mum talked, my mum talked me out of it because I wanted an outdoor wedding at Colleen and she said there'd be too many midges. Um, but on my dad's side of the family, they're Kennedys. So that would have been like a great oh opportunity to test it out. To see if the paper is there. Do it, do it, do it. 
well, we'll see you there with cameras. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe like my second wedding after COVID, when we all can all get together again, maybe it can be there. Yes, that would be awesome. Oh, that's a good idea. Amazing. And the paper can get an invite as well. And then we can wait at the break for him at midnight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that sounds very <laughs> nice and exciting. I'm, I'm totally in. Yeah, count me. Yeah, but I thought you were. But there's loads of other of oh, Cyprus after that. Oh yeah, yeah. As a child, I was terrified of papers. Like whenever there's like where I was anyway, there there was like a gala day or a parade. There'd always be like the pipe band would be there, and to me they were horrifying. Like I just remember like. My grand taking me to a bonfire night, like Guy Fox night, um, and we're at a big like field in Mabel where they had all the fireworks going off and the bonfire, and then you hear like the drums and the pipes coming down the hill, and like as like a probably like a three or four year old, this is already a traumatizing experience. <laughs> like the explosions in the sky, it's dark outside, there's a fire on, and then these like big men are walking over the hill with like their pipes and their drums. <laughs> I just remember like being inside my grand's jacket the whole time. I was like, I did not want to like see this. <laughs> this is horrible. Oh, bless. Oh. It must be really challenging to live in Scotland and be scared of pipers. Yeah, I think of it now only because I've been so exposed <laughs> to it. <laughs> and um, yeah, I guess I've never actually been harmed by a paper. <laughs> I've never heard anyone that has become to harm my paper. <laughs> and if, luckily, actually, they've all had heads. I think that would have made a difference. If, any, if I'd ever come across a paper that didn't have a head, I'd probably still be really scared of them. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I'm not sure how that would work. I mean, they can't really play without you know, a head. Unless it's to do with the lungs. Maybe they have it, like, attached to the, <laughs> <laughs> the direct line to their lungs. <laughs> Well, if it's a ghost piper, then it would be ghost pipes as well, surely. So, like, if they're moving on their own and the head guy is moving on his own, then it's just like yeah. a sort of perfect ghostly partnership where nobody really works with their medicine. Or, and this could be a bit of the story that was always left out, um, maybe, maybe a headless piper would be able to pipe with wind he produced elsewhere. <laughs> But that would potentially not be as scary. So maybe they left that part out. <laughs> That'd be more smelly than scary. Maybe you'd smell them on some nights, hear them on some nights, and see them on other ones. <laughs> How did you come up with this stuff? <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> So that is the legend of the headless paper. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Colleen's headless paper. No, that, that's great because that, like, yeah. um, I love that about like all the, the Scottish atmosphere in general. You know, you have so many places that have so much history that of course you're going to have ghosts in there. Like I heard that um, Stirling Castle has a ghost of its own as well, but I, I've been there quite a few times and I've never seen anything weird. But I don't remember the story, but apparently there's a woman in a green gown that goes around the castle halls and like spooking tourists and that kind of thing. But I, I don't know. I've never seen anything. But do you know any other places that have like this mm, creepy vibe? I mean, pretty much everywhere you go here is a little creepy at the right time of night. <laughs> um, I actually, I know a lot more about Colleen just because that's where I grew up. 
around there. Um, trying to think of other, then I will get one. I've got a spooky one about the house that I, like, I live in now. That's in Scotland, but uh, <laughs> it's not too soon. Basically, I've got a friend, Rebecca, who like, her parents called the spooky child because apparently she always used to come out with like spooky things as a kid, like thinking she'd like seen something or whatever. And she like kind of thinks that extension's like in touch with the other side a little bit. And um, we were, I just like, I'm, I don't really uh, buy into that as much, but like if she feels that way, then that's all good and stuff. But uh, she was, I do love hearing her stories about it because I like getting scared as much as I don't buy into it. Like I just still get creeped out when she tells me the stories. And um we were coming out to um, Tom's house where I'm living now once and it was just me and Rebecca and she talks about it as if it's like her that's kind of haunted by things rather than like places and then when we came here like there's never been a power cut at Tom's house ever and the second Rebecca came in the power just cut out but it kept doing that all night and I was just like oh, you're terrifying <laughs> that kept on happening all night but uh, oh man I know I wish there must be loads of ghost stories around around here I think I've deliberately maybe not wanted to learn them because it's creepy anyway. <laughs> oh, I know one. I, it's different when it's your own house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your own house. It must be even scarier because you live. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I just remembered one. Uh, when I was doing the West Highland Way, they told me about this uh, hotel. Well, not a hotel, like an inn that you could go and visit and stay. And apparently it's like one of the most haunted places in the Highlands. Uh, but I didn't go at the time because it, it was a bit of a detour. And when you're going on foot, you know, like uh, even a couple of miles is like a lot. So, uh, yeah, we, I, I ended up not going. But then I think that's the same place that we went to last year, Gail, if I'm correct. I think it's the same one. Is it the I same one? So. I think so. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's like too far away from the West Highland Way. I don't know, but I believe it's the same one. It's uh, the Drover. Drover cool. Yeah, yeah, the Drovers. That's um, it's like when you think about kind of a an old pub or an old inn. It's like it's every picture that you could bring to mind of just like an old inn, like in. It's I suppose it's kind of getting to the Highlands, like an old inn in the Scottish countryside it's just it's brilliant um like you get in and it's all the it's the kind of like old rich colored carpets that maybe used to be rich colored but they're sort of like you know you know they're aged and there's like the um <laughs> what you call it what Faded. you call it what you call it when it's when it's faded dead faded. animals oh taxidermy no Taxidermy, yeah. Yeah, stop on <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, <laughs> Yes, taxidermy. So yeah, you you get in and it's like uh, it's all kind of it, it's like faded and in a nice way, and it's like the kind of like really like kind of rich eccentric atmosphere that you can kind of feel it's meant to be exactly the way it is and there's like the taxidermy everywhere which I mean I'm, I'm not a fan of taxidermy in general but in this setting it's perfect and then there's like the suits of armor and you get in and it's like the old uh, long stone bar and you've got the kind of pew like seat 
kids and it's just it's eccentric in its old pubbiness in the middle of nowhere it's so good and yeah it's kind of spooky in a fun way <laughs> um so we we went where was it we went up to the uh it was the day we went to the forest we went up to pucks glen before that didn't we yeah we we went up to pucks glen and we stopped in on the way back like after going to all the um beautiful falls and stuff which is just like it's like my favorite bit of scotland <laughs> i think um and we stopped on the way back so, for dinner so beautiful but the thing was actually yeah, very nice um, in there uh, yeah it was really good um i think i think it was my husband that was driving yes, yes it was a at the time so like we actually got to take part and everything the beer was quite nice too <laughs> um and then he was waiting back at the car while we were uh sneaking upstairs to see if we could um go down uh the hallways which we were like for the rooms which we were absolutely determined we were going to see a ghost at like seven o'clock in the evening with all the staff about and people coming in and out of their rooms and us just being like we were in scooby-doo or something <laughs> it was so much yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see anything but it, it did feel kind of creepy i don't know it's just like the way things are like the holes look like so old and there's like these paintings of you know like portraits of like old people oh, yeah. like that um everything yeah the carpet looks very old like it, it's not spooky when you're there at you know and during the day but i don't know if i dare staying over for the night uh, i mean i don't know Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> it would be really nice, but I I, I heard that it, there's a specific room that has a ghost in it. I think it's room number six or something like that, but something happened there. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly um, in room number six, like people can, um, they'll go in and they'll just see their breath in front of their faces in the middle of the night and um, people have reported like seeing Uh, orbs in the air sort of floating above their heads uh, there's also tales about like people having just like having their cameras going off uh, in the middle of the night while they've been sleeping and seeing again the little orb lights above their beds which sounds like so spooky like I'd, I'd rather see something myself than find on my camera the next day that something that's Ugh. not there has been taking photos of me like sleeping with something above my bed that's like no. yeah because that could also be like a really uh, creepy room porter uh -huh. <laughs> well I mean I hope not no. <laughs> I, I think I'd rather have the ghost than a creepy room Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, but, but imagine that, like going through um, your pictures and found finding one of yourself asleep with it. <laughs> that would be so terrifying. <laughs> I've had it before where I woke up because um, I used to stay in hotels a lot with an old job, and there was one that was pretty creepy that we used to stay in down south. And I've woke up before, and there's new pictures on my phone that have been taken through the night, but I think it's been me. I think it's been me trying to switch off an alarm or something or my phone's had a notification oh. and I've accidentally taken pictures. But at first I was like, oh my God, 
what is this? But then I was like, I think I took those in my sleep. <laughs> that's um, slightly better, but... I hope that's what happened. <laughs> I hope yeah. that was the case. I'll keep telling myself Yeah, ghosts that. being keen photographers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but... but... Uh, I mean, I would probably stay at the inn, but not in that room. I'm not, I don't know if I'm brave enough to stay in that room because what I heard, uh, correct me if you heard a different version, is that a, uh, a girl, I don't know what happened, but there was some sort of accident and the girl died in that bed or something like that. So I've not heard that one. Um, I have heard that there's been like people reporting that reporting uh that they've uh, woken up like feeling as though there's like a small cold body lying beside uh. them and but yeah and that a little girl um, like drowned in the river behind it which yes i know. there was something about and also, a girl drowning um, yeah so that's the story yeah. So they reported the feet and the body um, next to them. Yeah. Oh, actually, maybe that is it. Maybe she was brought back up to the bedroom afterwards. I think. I think both of our stories are kind of meshing together here. Um, like drowned and was brought back there. Maybe that's yes, where she that died. Right. So, yeah. There's also people who've said that they've seen um photos, like they've taken photos and um seen like a little girl in a pink dress who they didn't believe was actually there at the time which again ghostly photos are spooky watch yes. out for ghosts yes. <laughs> oh no. no but it, it was a nice adventure going <laughs> and you know taking a look around but i i think the creepiest bit is all the taxidermy yeah, it certainly um, adds to the atmosphere. Yeah, I, I remember when I was young, uh, I used to go to this cabin that one of my aunts had. Uh, well, it, it, it's not far from here, from the city, but it was like, you know, like a lovely forest in this cabin. Um, we also had like a tree house. So it, it was very nice. But inside the cabin, she had bought it from someone else and she kept the decoration as it was. She had never changed it. And there were there was like this raccoon like stuffed raccoon and uh, i don't remember the other animal and but they were like small foxes and that kind of thing and i found them so creepy like i, I loved going there yeah. during the day to play and to be in the forest and everything but i, I hated staying over because it was like so creepy <laughs> to see all the, all the stuffed animals and i don't know why she didn't change oh. the decoration I, I guess it felt like the atmosphere <laughs> was better that way but Oh God, I, I remember for a, for a child, it was like super creepy you know, to see all these stuffed animals. Do you guys remember the, um, at Gail's wedding in the castle in Fintry, how creepy the pictures were in the walls there? Yeah. Yeah. I that... won't lie, that's one of the reasons I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> remember the eyes following you in that one? Uh -huh. and you you're not longer all the wee details and stuff like that. You're like, oh, this yeah. gets, I don't know, darker, creepier than when you look at them. So that was, them. yeah, that was apparently meant to be haunted as well, though um, never, never experienced it in the time that it was there. That's unfortunately closed down now. Oh, no. Um, I know, uh, Cockroot Castle and Fintry. Um, 
I'm not sure why it closed down, but it closed down like at the beginning of the year, I think. Um, it was meant to be haunted in, uh, there was like the dungeon bar. Um, and there was meant to be a ghost in there that would just uh, apparently pinch people's bums as they went <laughs> by, which... <laughs> did you... <laughs> No, did the lady that was like the sort of like compare, like as in the master ceremonies at your wedding, did she tell that story? That sort of rings a bell. I think I remember being warned. Maybe we, maybe we told her to to be quite honest. <laughs> um, you you may experience this next year, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I like it all just went by so quickly that I kind of can't. There's a lot of stuff that I can't entirely remember from the day. It's uh... So speaking of weddings and brides, I have a story for you. Are you ready for it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, I wanted to throw in like a, a story about something Mexican and creepy, you know, to have like a bit of mix in there. So... This, I, I, I remember, Lindsay, I promised it wouldn't be so creepy, but this one that I found was like so good that I, I really needed to, to say. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry okay. about this. So this is a story about this woman that was called uh, Pascuala Esparza. And this woman, Pascuala, owned a bridal shop in Chihuahua, which is in uh, the, north, uh, the north side of Mexico. And uh, she had a beautiful daughter uh, called Chonita. Well, that was uh, the nickname. <laughs> and Chonita was about to get married. Unfortunately, she got bitten by, by a Scorpio on the day of her wedding, and she never made it to, to the church. She died uh, on the way. So, you know, she was... Um, uh, Chonita died uh, from a Scorpio bite, sting. And... Her mother was so devastated, like so devastated, you know, like crazy. She lost it. So she didn't let anyone go near the girl's body. And well, that was it. And no one saw her for like a while, for like some months. And they all said that the woman has gone on, has uh, went on a trip you know, to, to heal the grieving thing. And when she got back after like three months, uh, she seemed like all happy again, and she brought with her a new mannequin for her shop. And oh. claimed that she had brought the mannequin from France, where she had been all these months. So, and that's why the mannequin was so beautiful, because it was, you know, like French latest technology. And this was the 1930s we're talking about. But uh, after a while, you know, the, the locals noticed noticed an uncanny resemblance between the mannequin and Pasquala's late daughter. Oh. And uh, the detail in the mannequin was too realistic for, for a regular one. I mean, I, I can show you the pictures later. Like, the detail okay. in the hand, like, you can see the fingerprints and all the lines in her hand. And some people say that the nails were growing as well. And I don't mm. know if the nails were growing or not. I think but, yeah. But you know, like, it's just going to be the one about. Oh, it, it looks like a human hand. Like it, there's no way it can be a mannequin. But anyway, like the woman never said, you know, that never cleared the rumors or anything. So we, no one, no one knew. But the thing is that she never allowed anyone 
to change the dress for from the mannequin only herself and another employee that was within her trusted circle but no one else could change the dress and employees soon started quitting because they could see the mannequin um, changing foot positions when no one was watching and others claimed that <laughs> that she would follow people with her gaze so people yeah, like that work there started just quitting because they couldn't take it but uh, on the other hand some brides uh, actually liked it because they claimed that if you bought the dress that Pascualita but uh, because then they, the locals started calling the mannequin Pascualita like uh, a, the little Pascuala no? um, they claimed that if you wore if you bought the dress that she was wearing that would guarantee you a happy and long marriage so, that's like excellent marketing from the mother so yeah like <laughs> both sides of the of, you know like people that loved it and people that were really creeped out by her so yeah and that was in the uh, yeah 1930s and you know it, it it became like a local attraction it was like so you know if you go to chihuahua you have to go uh, to this bridal shop to see the the mannequin so, and well here's the thing that you know they kept the mannequin in the store for well, all these years until uh 2018 where uh this till 2018 yes. yeah so like two years ago uh, so uh, two years ago like this uh beer brand organized like a horror house here in mexico city and borrowed the the mannequin for for the show but the thing is that when the show was over and they gave it back the locals said that it wasn't the same that it wasn't the same mannequin that the original went missing and they had replaced it with a replica so everyone's like super Ooh. upset and they don't know what happened and yeah if you see the pictures you can see that it's not the same like it, it, it doesn't have the same expression and it's, it's definitely not the same so some people say that what happened was that w while it was here in the city the authorities performed some tests and realized that it was actually a corpse so they confiscated it and they replaced it with a mannequin but uh, kept it quiet oh so God. that it wouldn't make such a you know a, a fuss internationally <laughs> so they kept it quiet and that's why uh, no one knows and there's other versions that say that maybe like a collector or something like made an offer and bought it from the organizers i hope it's the first so no one knows what <laughs> what really happened to, to the to the real mannequin but the one that's there now it's definitely a different one it's a replica but the locals are like very upset about it because it, you know she was already like a part of their like the town's identity in a way and they loved her so no one knows what happened but the if i can send you the links later there's a video of you know like two normal girls like just recording and the mannequins on their back and you can see clearly how she moves her eyes like that oh <laughs> i do want to see that that it's horrific but i do want to see it i'll yeah. send it over yeah so that's like super creepy and and i think it's like so related to what we were discussing before you know like the taxidermy and the brights so that it's yeah <laughs> no, but, but, but imagine like how if it's true like why why would you like do that to your daughter and keep it oh god actually i could be totally wrong about this but is that is that like a like a tradition in mexico at all i think i saw a documentary maybe it was like 
No, no. It obviously, it might have been Brazil or something. There's somewhere in like South America, maybe that like it's almost like that. Yeah, and have them like in the shop they used to work in or like on display, sort of thing. I don't think so. Like not here, definitely. No. <laughs> don't put that in the podcast. <laughs> um, no, no, I don't think so. But it was like, when I read it, I was like, "Oh my god!" No, the the creepiest thing is to look at the pictures of the hand. Like the face looks cute, even, and it looks like more like a doll. But the hand is like, God, that's that's a person. That's a human. Like there's no way that's a doll. You know, it's, yeah, it's like. And it even looks like the skin looks grayish, you know, like that kind of tone that corpses get after a while. (laughs) But I mean, if it's been there since the 1930s, so it's only logical to think that some decay might have happened if it's a corpse, I mean. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. It reminded me of like Cycle, like the movie, like it it was like very Norman Batesy. Kind of thing. <laughs> so, if you buy that dress, that will guarantee a long and happy marriage. So now you know. <laughs> Just a, a corpse dress, oh. brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the story. Super creepy. Super Halloween. Super Halloween story. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. It was very nice. I hope you can we can do this again at some point. And I hope you enjoyed it. So um, that was all for today. It is always a joy. <laughs> Had a great time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes. Gracias. Bye. Ciao. Okay, that was all for today. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed our WeChat. And if you want to take part, please contact us through our social media. See you next time. Oh my god, I just got I just freaked out so bad there for a second there, Tanya. Somebody walked by behind you. I was like <laughs> <laughs> That something was my tiny it... sister, but that's how Hi, sorry. <laughs> Don't mind me. Hi. <laughs> sorry. Hi. <laughs> sorry. I really I'm scared. Scared. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm trying to be so quiet, but... <laughs> I'm so sorry! <laughs> I'm so sorry! <laughs> it was because I just saw my cat jumping off the chair behind me, and then I saw a person walking by on the camera, and I was like... <gasps> and I was like, no, that's, that's Mexico, that's happening. <laughs>